Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Something else from somewhere else.
the music of uh, Caroline Davis uh, from a new CD entitled Heart Tonic, which will be coming out in the next uh, few days. On the Sunnyside label, we heard a composition entitled Dionysian. This is a CD featuring Caroline Davis on alto saxophone, Marquise Hill on trumpet, Julian Shore on piano and keyboards, Tamir Schmerling on bass, and Jay Sawyer on drums. And uh, with this CD... We have uh, started today's episode of Mondo Jazz dedicated to beautiful new releases or upcoming releases that are coming out in the next few weeks or they have uh, just come out or they came out in the last few weeks. And one of these is actually going to be the next uh, CD that I'm going to play. It's a CD entitled Back to the Sunset by a Cuban drummer and percussionist Daphnis Prieto. This is a very ambitious project that uh, he has um, uh, together with his big band that uh, uh, features some uh, wonderful musicians, including, among others, uh, special guests Henry Threadgill and Steve Coleman, as well as uh, Peter Apfelbaum on saxophone, uh, Roman Filiu on saxophone, which we are going to also hear after this uh, composition by Daphne Prieto with his own CD, uh, Chris Cheek, Joel Fram, Jacob Garcik, so on and so forth. This is really like a, 
another one of those all-star uh, large ensembles that uh, we're lucky to have in New York. And from this CD, we're going to listen to Song for Chico featuring Steve Coleman.
That was the music of the Arwan Ortiz Trio from a set of three tunes that we played. The common thread among them was the fact that these were from uh, Cuban musicians that have been very active and trying to come from the very specific roots, but they've uh, transcended them. This is a music that uh, came from a CD which has just been released on the Swiss label Intact, entitled Live in Zurich by the Arwan Ortiz Trio, featuring Arwan Ortiz on piano, Brad Jones on bass and Chad Taylor on drums and bira. And we'll hear more music uh, that has just been released by Chad Taylor in uh, conjunction with uh, James Brandon Lewis uh, later in the show. Right before that, we heard the music of uh, Roman Filiu from a CD entitled uh, Quarteria uh, that was released on the Sunnyside label. Uh, we have uh, heard a composition entitled Imperator. Uh, this is a, another great CD on the Sunnyside label featuring a lineup uh, of uh, some of the most uh, intriguing musicians uh, from the New York scene, including uh, besides Roman Filio on alto saxophone, Ralph Alessi on trumpet, Diana Stephens on uh, tenor saxophone, David Virayas, another one of these uh, uh, young Cubans uh, which are making waves in today's uh, jazz scene, David Virayas, as I said, on piano, Matt Brewer on bass, and uh, Craig uh, Vineribon drums together with Yusnier uh, Sanchez on percussion. And we started this set with the music of uh, Daphnis Prieto and his big band from the CD Back to the Sunset. Uh, we heard a composition uh, entitled Song for Chico, uh, featuring uh, as a special guest Steve Coleman, with whom uh, Daphnis Prieto has been uh, closely associated since uh, the beginning of his career in New York. And going along with the theme of uh, new releases uh, for 2018, I would like to now play a couple of uh, great new albums uh, from uh, a couple of the most uh, influential current uh, guitar players, uh, namely Nels Klein and Bill Frizzell. We'll start with uh, the Nels Klein 4, the latest project uh, that uh, Nels Klein has um, uh, put together with fellow guitarist uh, Julian Lage, with whom he already has a long-standing collaboration, which, for instance, was documented in a duo CD entitled uh, Room from 2014. This is a new album entitled uh, Currents and Constellations, which will be coming up in April. And um, in this case, the project has now been enlarged and features uh, two uh, great musicians like uh, bass player Scott Colley and drummer Tom Rainey. This is a collaboration that started at uh, Stone, the seminal venue in the Lower East Side that has just uh, recently relocated in the new school on 13th Street. From uh, this uh, album, we're going to play a composition which is entitled Furtive. This is a composition that was inspired to Nels Klein by the music of Duke Ellington, in particular the composition Tourist Point of View, which is featured on the Far East Suite.
Welcome back uh, to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. We just heard a composition entitled Rust and Bones from a CD by a band called Yellowbird. Uh, the CD is entitled Edda Luench. It's going to come out in a few days on the German label Enya Records. It features the Manon Kale on vocals together with uh, Lucia Cadoc on vocals, Ronnie Graup on uh, guitar and banjo, and uh, Huli Kempendorf on uh, clarinets. This uh, Americana kind of atmosphere was preceded by music uh, from the latest CD by Bill Frizzell entitled Music Is and we heard uh, from that uh, CD which is also coming out in the next few days Rambler, one of his uh, most uh, famous compositions and we started the set of three compositions uh, with the upcoming CD by the Nels Klein 4 featuring Julian Lage, Scott Colley and Tom Rainey and uh, we heard the uh, first uh, composition for this uh, set of three songs and that was entitled Furtive The theme for today is uh, new releases, and uh, we're very, very honored to have uh, here with us today James Brandon Lewis, the amazing saxophone player who has uh, been uh, one of the most uh, prominent uh, new generation musicians on the New York scene and uh, very active all over the world. He's one of those players that you can find involved in very different projects and that make uh, living in New York in a place uh, where you will probably have an undersized and overpriced apartment worth because we know that we can go out and see James Brandon Lewis play. And uh, he's going to actually play tomorrow at Spectrum. So thank you, James, for joining us uh, yes, here at Mondo so Jazz. Uh, Thanks for having me. Tell us uh, more about the project that uh, you'll be performing at uh, Spectrum tomorrow, and we also have some music yes. uh, to entice our listeners. I'm having a CD, CD release promoting new album, a uh, dual album uh, with myself and uh, Chad Taylor amazing chat taylor who's played with everyone uh fred anderson you know just the list goes on and on and we'll play um our latest album radiant imprints which is out this friday on a belgium lab- label called off record and uh, how did this collaboration with uh, chad start how long you've been uh, playing together um so chad and i've been playing together for at least i want to say at least three years you know just over time of getting to know Uh, each other like musically uh, we just connected you know immediately I think the first time I heard him was either with Cooper Moore or Darius Jones I, I can't remember but um, I was just always impressed um, by his playing and one thing led to another we were, we just started playing different shows and the uh, you know there's so many great duo records um, out there I mean of course you know when you say duo Immediately, you know, someone's thinking tenor sax. They think John Coltrane and Rashid Ali. But there's so many other ones. Uh, Charles Lloyd with uh, Billy Higgins. Jimmy Lyons with Andrew Surreal. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the list goes on. Yeah. I'm going to miss somebody, you know, but... Um, we don't have enough time. We don't more, have enough time. It'll be more than two hours. Of exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we just wanted to make an album to, to document working together as well as... a. Uh, You know, kind of honoring this that that rich legacy. Hopefully, people will will dig it. Before playing uh, uh, some music from the CD, mm-hmm. actually, duo is really a challenging a format because you're not as free as you are in a solo. That's true. You don't have the same kind of like a group uh, support that you may have in exactly. a larger ensemble. So, how do you approach personally this uh, uh, format, um, and how do you choose your partners for it? I I think for duo, it definitely is very challenging because you have to definitely build your melodic line in a fashion that that still keeps it interesting 
along with the drums because there's no bass and there's no you know there's no guitar or you know there's not there's not anything to fall back on my approach is to just keep trying to develop my melodic line and you know keep it interesting my dynamic level rhythmically always changing not not trying to play the same rhythms over and over i think i did my best to to meet the challenge of of doing it but i think that there's something to be said about an interaction with two people that's you know intimate challenging at the same time but also just allowing the music to be whatever it's going to be to just allow it to flow so there's definitely a lot of free moments but you know i i tend to springboard off off of a, a melody and you know in different melodic fragments from that standpoint i think it was uh it was it was pretty enjoyable i i, I find the process of of sharing music and me and chad you know we just came back from tour at the beginning of february we were in france and switzerland belgium and italy and it was really amazing to to build even more up into this release and uh hope people help people dig it enjoy it you know anytime you're you're offering yourself musically it's always probably the most open and honest you can be to document it because then then it's there so from uh, the cd a radiant imprints uh james brandon lewis on saxophone and chad taylor on drums we're going to listen to the first track 24.
was uh, 24 from uh, Radiant Imprints, the latest CD by James Brandon Lewis and Chad Taylor, which is about to be released on the Belgian label of... This is one of the compositions that uh, you have featured on this uh, excellent album, uh, which are arranged and inspired by John Coltrane. Yeah. So tell us about this uh, common thread that goes through the album. The inspiration for the album culminated, I think, maybe about two years ago. I was invited to Philadelphia to play a tribute concert on John Coltrane's birthday. It was a saxophone marathon. You basically had solo saxophone. So James Carter played, uh, Sonny Fortune, Billy Harper, all these amazing musicians. Wow. Amazing lineup. Amazing lineup. Greg Osby. Like, just all these amazing legends. I decided to make some arrangement of uh, Coltrane tunes, but for it to be fragmented. You know, so a lot of the album here is fragmented. Like, I'm, I'm like, abstracting the, the melodies from the original, uh, not playing it directly like Coltrane would, which took some effort in itself. Just like 24, it's, uh, I displaced the um, giant steps. Right? Mm -hmm. So I, I go, and then I insert 26-2. So I'm, I'm like mixing these together. Then, you know, we kind of like build our soloing and everything off of the, the inspiration of the, of the melodies, you know, the fragmentation and using that as a launch pad as opposed to a direct regurgitation of these great, I don't need to recreate John Coltrane. John Coltrane is John Coltrane and I'm James and I have a huge amount of respect for for him, but there's only one him. And that's uh, kind of confirming one of the things that I've always thought about when uh, this uh, craze of uh, the DJ remixes mm -hmm. have come out. And I always thought, wow, what's the big deal? Jazz players have been uh, remixing right. music for the entirety right. of the jazz that's history. That's and true. you've been uh, able to put together so many different sources uh, for inspiration right. and achieve your own uh, unity yeah. of different sources. But sure. Jungle Train was an early influence. And uh, so if you were to kind of close your eyes and uh, go <laughs> back in time when you first uh, fell in love with his music, yeah. what was that struck you so strong? Just his overall sound, his overall... He just always sounded very centered in his, in his ideas and his approach. And the courage it takes to really be a seeker of information as opposed to, um, you know, just settling. You know, he was always pushing and always searching and and I think that's always inspiring to hear anyone who's trying to like push the envelope you know once you decide that you're going to map yourself meaning you know you're going to learn the truest version of yourself then there's no other way you can be like anyone else because you've made that decision so he was always on that path and that was that was always inspiring so music as a tool of uh, self-discovery you know yeah, yeah. So, of self-discovery of of being honest, you know, I think that's the beautiful thing about music is it forces you to, to be honest with, with who you are, especially when school is over and you have to like figure it out. And so from that CD going along the same lines, we're mm -hmm. going to play next uh, with Sorrel on him.
This is Mondo Jazz, and tonight we have a special guest, uh, James Brandon Lewis. We're having a conversation about his most recent CD entitled Radiant Imprints, and we just heard the composition with Sorolani, which has been inspired by the music of uh, John Coltrane. You and all your projects, and especially mm-hmm. in this one, are a ferocious live player, right? Mm-hmm. How do you approach going in a studio? What is the say, mindset, and how do you retain, say, yeah. the inner fire? <laughs> It's funny you ask me this because I've been thinking about the different mindsets from playing live and going into the studio. And Like when I first started recording, 
I was very aware, okay, like, this is a studio. I'm about to record. It's got to be right. It's got to be, you know, all of these requirements that aren't aren't necessarily true. All these self-imposed restrictions on it's got to be this way, it's got to be that way. But now I've, I'm, I feel like I'm coming into somewhat of a maturity to just go in the studio and, and treat it like a live performance. Most of the time, that, that energy is still the same. I'm capturing the same energy that I would if I was playing this material live. So I think the, the lines are becoming blurred, which is a good thing. And speaking of uh, maybe self-imposed things or mm-hmm. some degree of self-consciousness, yeah. uh, anybody who has been uh, described by Sonny Rollins as uh, one of the big promising names, <laughs> right. you know, must have somewhere between joy and pressure on his shoulders. How did you handle such a, um, an amazing endorsement? Actually, you know, I felt empowered. You know, I felt moved and I felt part of a, a lineage, you know. So I, I think it's more about being humble than, than pressure. I think the only pressure is the pressure of, once again, like that I have in relationship to myself, like am I being the truest version of, of who I am? Because this person who gave me an endorsement or, or like any people, Sonny Rollins or my grandmother, they see something in me and then, and, and then it's up to me to, to honor what they're already seeing that maybe I'm not seeing within myself. So I, th- I think it's, that's in- inspiring to any young person, that inspiration that they may not see all the time within themselves. You know, a lot of times I'm making these albums, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but maybe I'm not really observing the, the journey because I'm, I'm living in it. It's like there's a thing on YouTube where Bill Evans is talking mm-hmm. to his brother about the creative process. And he actually, he's saying that the lay person understands music probably more so than the, the musician because the lay person can actually sit and enjoy it. And where, hear it. And hear it. Yeah. Where the musician is so in it. Well, obviously they saw something and uh, they were not alone uh, as the huge amount of uh, collaborations uh, you have uh, accumulated in a very few years mm-hmm. demonstrates. Uh, we're talking to uh, James Brandon Lewis tonight. James Brandon Lewis has uh, collaborated with the who's who of uh, creative jazz, people like uh, William Parker, Hamid Drake, Dave mm-hmm. Douglas, Jamal Dean Takuma, Ravi yeah. Coltrane. If anybody of you was at the Winter Jazz Festival, yeah. um, you could uh, basically turn around and... Um, James Brandon News was almost everywhere <laughs> playing with uh, Turkish <laughs> yeah. uh, saxophone player Ilhan Ershahin for the Istanbul sessions and then on the same day with Mark Ribo for Songs of Resistance as well with his uh, new project uh, called Unruly Notes and we're very excited to announce that uh, uh, this project has just gone to a recording studio oh, yes. so at some yes. point in the near future we'll hear more. At some point in the new, near future you will hear yes. the, the uh, Unruly Notes. It's pretty much an expansion of my of my trio, which was Luke Stewart, Warren Trey Crudup III on drums, and we have Anthony Pirog, amazing guitarist, also out of D.C., and then Jamie Branch on trumpet. The, the basic inspiration for Unruly Notes for me is just thinking about the process of, of eliminating, like, hierarchy of genre, of, of style, of you should play this, you should play that to really like, just let the music be whatever it's going to be. It's not to be controlled. One of the things William Parker always says that I, 
believe wholeheartedly is who owns music that inspired me on many levels of like well a note is unruly we don't own it it's free to do whatever it's going to do so that was the inspiration and um hopefully you know that that album will be coming out pretty soon i'm super excited about it and and, and definitely some inspiring moving music which if you were at winter jazz we played a lot of that new music And that's a project that uh, basically builds on your trio, which, yeah. which you had already turned into a quartet in, right. in early last <laughs> right. year with Anthony Pirog. That's right. And now you have uh, uh, one of those exciting players that has decided to relocate from Chicago to New York. Yes. Jamie Branch on trumpet. Yes. yes. Just like Chet Taylor, another mainstay for many years in uh, uh, Chicago, which yes. you're now lucky to have here in New York. Definitely. And... Uh, Next, uh, we're going to play once again um, music from your duo album entitled Radiant Imprints. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, an improvisation. It's entitled Improv One. Mm -hmm. How do you go to a recording studio and say, well, let's improvise. How does that differ from improvisation at a, a live concert? Oh, well, it's, it's just the same. It's just you hope that it gels, but it's the same. It's like, I think that's the beautiful thing about improvisation is there's nothing to to hold it together either you're gonna connect and that's the thing it's a risk taking it's chance yeah so and this one gelled and in fact they made yeah. it to the cd <laughs> yeah this is improv one from uh, radiant imprints the latest album by james brandon lewis and uh, chad taylor
Jazz on uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. Tonight uh, we have a special guest, uh, James Brandon Lewis, and we just heard uh, from his uh, latest uh, duo CD with uh, Chad Taylor, Radiant Imprints, uh, an improvisation, and this is uh, entitled indeed Improv One. Thank you for joining us at uh, Mondo Jazz and uh, sharing with us uh, this uh, amazing music in advance of its official oh, yes. publication. When is it Thank out? It's out Friday, yep, March 9th. You have uh, many, many other projects. Uh, yes. You are a restless soul. <laughs> and uh, one of the very exciting ones in which you put together very diverse uh, sources of inspiration is yeah. uh, Heroes Are Gang Leaders. Yes. Tell us a bit more about this project. Heroes Are Gang Leaders um, started, well, actually it started as a duo uh, with Thomas Sayers Ellis and I performing uh, six years ago. And um, we started a full band after the death of Amiri Baraka. The title, Heroes of Gang Leaders, comes from a book of his called Tale. Yeah, so it's a mix of poetry and, and instrumental music, and uh, it's, really, it's, it's really a fun band. You know, we, we played the Berlin Jazz Festival this past, this, uh, last year, and um, it was great. It was really great. We did when we played in Poland and um, The Hague. And we have another album coming out. When? Uh, not sure yet, but uh, yeah, be looking out for it. It's already recorded. Yeah, All right. it's already. So, re- and uh, you're a very socially engaged person mm-hmm. um, as an artist um, who plays uh, mostly instrumental music. Do you feel that uh, this project, in combination with poets and lyricists, which are mm-hmm. very also socially engaged, allows you to widen, uh, let's say, the social reach of your uh, art? A lot of us who feel like music speaks, you know, but um, it's always nice to be around poets who are musicians of language. It's really cool. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different connections between different mediums. When you begin to learn about another medium, it strengthens your own. So, you know, to learn poetry, you know, and, and learn a line is a is a unit of sound. You know, that's it's music. There's meter, you know, yeah. all of these things that, that relate. All of the arts relate. It's just a matter of how open you are to it. Do you feel that um, genera- your generation and even younger generations mm-hmm. have gone past the rigid categorizations among genres and styles of music? There seems to be such more 
like a synthesis uh, going on. Yeah, I definitely think it's a, a synthesis um, because of the, well, there's a variety of factors. I think the age of technology, um, listening to a lot of different music is more accessible. I don't, I don't agree with all the methods um, to obtain all these different kinds of music, but it is healthy. Yeah, we're not thinking about genre. I don't think we're just we're just trying to create for the purposes of uh, of being in in school or being in certain environments that that want to teach music from from a historical perspective. Then I think that you know categories are are what it is. They're labels. There's a great um, autobiography of Sidney Bechet called "Treat It Gentle," and he says in the book that you know they weren't even calling jazz jazz. And that's Sidney Bechet, you know, that's before all of these arguments, you know, way before. So, yeah. I mean, it's all beautiful. I mean, at the end of the day, whatever people end up wanting to call the music, call it whatever you want to call it. You know, respecting respecting the path and where something's come from is important for sure, without a doubt. Many times that gets overlooked because many people have, have died for, for this music called jazz, black American music. All of this, these, these, these things do matter. Not to discount it, but I think that the generation is is a beautiful synthesis going on because of technology. It's available. So. Yeah. And as a young um, man growing up, mm -hmm. uh, besides artists like uh, John Coltrane that we spoke mm -hmm. about, uh, where are there sources of inspiration from different genres and styles of music that were as uh, fundamental for you? Oh yeah, I, where I'm from in Buffalo, New York, and uh, we have many different styles of music and many different people coming out of Buffalo. Charles Gale and Grover Washington Jr., Rick James, Annie DeFranco, yeah. So Live. You know, just the list goes on and on. I know there's been a resurgence of uh, Julius Eastman, mm -hmm. who's from Ithaca. Pretty sure he's from Ithaca, which is not too far from Buffalo. So, you know, you just have all of these different kinds of music. And I'm sure I'm missing a, a rack of people, but um, for those folks who are from Buffalo out there listening, uh, apologies. Uh, it's not intentional. I don't know. I listen to all kinds of music. I was listening to R&B music when I was a kid. You know, I, I dug, you know, the groups of my day, but I also, you know, dug like James Brown or these different groups that my grandparents were listening to. You know, I love film music. You know, I remember being a kid and, you know, Mr. Holland's opus, loving that, <laughs> that score. Malcolm X came out, you know, and Terrence Blanchard, that, that score was amazing. So many different influences. I just try to absorb whatever's moving me. I, I try to absorb it. Speaking of uh, this absorption, I think then it's perfect that the next song we're going to uh, play is entitled Imprints. Yes. So this is um, another track from uh, James Brandon Lewis and Chad Taylor duo. Uh, the album is entitled Radiant Imprints. And uh, we're going to listen to this composition entitled Imprints.
Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is a nonprofit organization of self-funding volunteers. Of course, there are considerable costs associated with this operation. And if you like what you hear on Mondo Jazz, why not support Radio Free Brooklyn with the pledge of your choice or getting one of Radio Free Brooklyn's t-shirts, hats, or other cool merch from www.radiofreebrooklyn.com/donate.
that was the music of uh, John Thurman from a CD entitled Invisible Threads. We heard a composition entitled The Admiral featuring John Sermon on bass clarinet, Nelson Ayers on piano and uh, Rob Waring on uh, vibraphone marimba. And that was uh, right after imprints by the uh, James Brandon Lewis Chad Taylor duo from their uh, most uh, recent and upcoming CD uh, entitled Radiant Imprints. This is Mondo Jazz, uh, we're winding down, uh, and as we had uh, moved uh, from New York uh, to Europe uh, with the music of British uh, musician John Sermon, why don't we stay there and uh, this time uh, shift to the French jazz scene with the quartet led by Sébastien Texier together with uh, Christophe Marguet. This is uh, another upcoming CD which is uh, coming out on the Crystal Records label. It is entitled For Travelers Only, and uh, this composition is Eddie H. Thank you. 
of the French Quartet of uh, Sébastien Texier with uh, Christophe Marguet uh, from a CD entitled For Travelers Only. We heard Eddie H, which is a CD that is going to be released shortly by the French label Crystal Records. And this is almost the end of uh, today's episode of Mondo Jazz, which was dedicated to uh, new and upcoming releases that are making 2018 another exciting year for jazz and improvised music. And we were blessed to have today James Brandon Lewis uh, for an interview as well as a preview of his upcoming album entitled uh, Radiant Imprints, uh, which uh, he is uh, publishing and releasing in a couple of days together with Chad Taylor in advance of a show that is uh, taking place at Spectrum uh, tomorrow, Thursday, the 8th of March at 7 p.m. Stay tuned for another episode of uh, Bushwick Garage. Uh, We're back uh, every Wednesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight. If you are interested, in the meanwhile, you can also check out our archives, which are available on uh, SoundCloud, MixCloud, iTunes, as well as Podomatic. All of these... uh, Episodes are also published on allaboutjazz.com, the main online source for jazz. But before closing, uh, one more composition for you. This is uh, from another CD, that, which is going to be released by the Crystal Records label. Uh, the composition is entitled, uh, entitled uh, Trois et Quatre by the French duo of uh, Louis Clavy and Bernard Lubat. Louis Clavy is on uh, reeds and Bernard Lubat on piano from a CD entitled Impulse. Thank you and good night.